Hello and welcome to How to Stay Married dot 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 so far because Chin -chin. we are a work in progress and who knows where we could all be by next year. God, bloody hell, that's positive. <laughs> um, there's, a, that... there's a clue as to what we might be talking about today. Yeah, if you, if you are watching us um, on YouTube, you'll know of what Mark did, just <laughs> you, did. You want it to go the other way. If you're listening to <laughs> it, you've got a clue what I just did there. I just yeah, got my that... penis out and waved it around. That's... That's what I meant to say. <laughs> well, you'll have seen from can the title, you... this is the joy of sex. Yeah, can you say that so early on in the film? Yeah, it's not a swear word, is it? Penis? Mm, I don't know. Is it considered a swear word? No. No? No. No. So. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to watch us, you can go to our YouTube channel, um, The Sawala Adelies, or if you'd like to just listen to us, then go to wherever you listen to your podcasts. My hunch is that we're going to be using the... Because I always tend to go, not further for the sake of it, but I always seem to want to talk in more detail than that. So we'll, you'll probably hear randomly the phrase apple crumble, which many of our followers and listeners who listen to all of our podcasts will know that that means shut up, Mark. No, it's my Don't safe word. It's a safe word, which it's basically means word. rain it in, boy. Because I'm thinking of our kids. <laughs> yeah, our kids don't watch this. So, again, if you're listening on podcasts, I'm now holding up this book to those um, uh, that might be watching us. The Joy of Sex, A Gourmet Guide to Lovemaking. Now, over the years, we've had so many conversations, Mark and I, either on podcasts or on our YouTube channel, or indeed myself on Loose Women, uh, about porn and the effect that that's having on all of us, the right. availability of porn. And whenever we have that discussion, we've always ended up at some point talking about the joy of sex mm. and gone back to our experiences of, of any sort of imagery around sex. Mm. And we both were of that age mm. where this was in most households, the well, joy of sex. Well, you really were, because it came out in 1972. I was two, but you were eight. Oh, I was eight. Okay, mm. I don't remember it saying gourmet guide. I really it's a don't... gourmet guide, so they use the structure of a menu. I don't remember I don't... that at all. I don't know whether that's because it's been republished or because all we were looking for were know. the words penis. Sex, I don't think we were looking vagina. for metaphors. We weren't looking for metaphors. <laughs> anyway, so Mark ha has managed to order it. It's very sh shiny, shiny. New. And so is the book. <laughs> um, and we actually had a little chat about it this morning on our Coffee Moaning, which is our daily show on our YouTube channel. And it really did ignite people's memories, mm, didn't it? Mm. And in my head, um, actually, it's very like what I remembered, but there's a lot of very sexist comments in it as well. Well, and I'm also surprised but by how explicit some of the drawings are. Very explicit. Mm. And... And I, I'm going to show this to our, to our girls. I'm going to hand it to them and say, because we often have conversations with all the young people we know about how, you know, their, you know, sex has just been so warped for mm. so many young mm. people. Mm. What they're having to watch as their first experiences of seeing anything about sex is just, I find, honestly, I find petrifying. It's, it's and I find a, abusive to both boys and girls. feels like a contradiction, but it's like almost the innocence of sex has been removed. Yeah, totally. The sort of rites of passageness yeah. of it. It's become a sort of Olympiad porn competition, mm. which is a shame, really. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there is a much bigger problem than people talk about, about with um, young men having erectile dysfunction problems. It mm. is really a problem out there. It is. A lot of that is to do with 
a lot of drugs and drinks mm. more than maybe when we were growing up but also um just this incredible well what can you say warped idea of how they are supposed to be in bed mm. men mm. very aggressive mm. you know a lot of porn is very aggressive isn't it and um and you know they're scared yeah how do i be this this how do i be this thor person but also the porn <laughs> has an effect on the girls as well because they're yeah. willing to accept or tolerate or even chase and pursue certain acts and behaviors that they wouldn't necessarily want to unless the bar had been reduced yeah you know what i mean so what are we going to do how are we going to approach this We're well gonna... i've 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 gone through the beginning of the book, which I didn't realise. The beginning of the book is advanced lovemaking. That's curious. And Mark, so I folded down some corners, and Mark's folded down some corners quite properly, as he should, in the starters section. So going back to the food analogy, you've got starters, main course, and desserts. So we thought we might do... Do we want to... I think we could do three of these, where we talk about the starters, yeah. then we do the main course... Then we do the desserts. But I do yeah. think going into this, well, there has to be a willingness to kind of go to some places that are a little bit embarrassing. Exactly. Yeah. And um, also, we'd love your comments below because we'd like your nostalgia around this book. Absolutely. And I'm just going to show you one picture here because just so that you can remember, that is very much the, the tone of it all, isn't it? <laughs> It gets more graphic as it goes along. But, yeah, the bearded man. Nothing against beard. Was, no, nothing no, against No, nothing beards, against but... beard. But I remember growing up and thinking, like, always, like, assigning beards and sex. It's weird. Maybe that's why I don't like beards now. Well, that's possibly, weird because I like possibly, sex. Possibly, yeah. But anyway, so the very first thing that I read here is the whole joy of sex with love is that there are no rules so long as you enjoy and the choice is practically unlimited. And that is the essence of it all. As long as you enjoy that bit in the middle, how many young people, how many people out there in the dating world, how many people that are being um, exploited by the porn industry actually do think, am I enjoying this? But that is a brilliant catch-all for what sex should be. Yeah. But where is that middle? And I think that's the problem. I think for different people, the middle is in different places, at different times, in different relationships with different people, with different sort of circumstances. Finding that middle place, you know, sometimes I think it's quite sort of trite and easy to say, oh, you know, as long as no one's being, of course, as long as no one's being harmed, but comfortable with certain things isn't always necessarily the same mm. for all people. And I think mm. that's where potentially difficulty creeps in. Mm. What do you think of this line? Yeah. You don't get high quality sex without love and feedback. Feedback means the right mixture of stop and go, tough and tender, exertion and affection. I wish for those people that have watched, that are listening on podcasts, could have been watching on YouTube for that moment because Mark was doing his very like, I'm listening. You don't get high quality sex. He was nodding and said, without love and affection, I saw you go. Well, I don't think that's true. <laughs> so there you I go. do think that's often a divide, though not always, between men and women. Lots of women can love sex with no love and no, they just like, I can't. I have to have a real connection to be able to. Is that about trust? Respect? Safety. 
I think it is probably a bit about trust in that could I relax if I was with somebody and I didn't really know them. Mm. I couldn't let go. Yeah, definitely. I think it's about that. But I also think I've never been turned on just by the way somebody looks. Mm. I've never gone, Thank God. oh, my God, <laughs> I fancy that person so much I could have sex with them right now. Right. I mean, I'm always fascinated by that story with Boris Becker. When well, where he, he just, went into the cupboard. When he was in a restaurant, he just went and had sex in the cupboard. Well, that's weird. It's like, I was like, no, but I mean, to the extreme end of that, I couldn't just do that. Now, I don't judge anyone that can, mm. but for me, that sentence there is very important to me. And I think this is a relationship marriage podcast, isn't it? I wonder how many people agree with that. I sometimes wonder whether your attitude would be different if you didn't have a public profile. It must be very hard for people in the public. No, because it was like that before I had a public profile. Um, I don't agree. I think you can have fabulous sex without love, without... um, What was the other word? Affection? (laughs) Feedback. Feedback. Yeah. In that you have to keep telling each other what you like. No, and I have. And so, you know... And part of what has made it enjoyable, in a sense, is the no-strings-attached aspect yeah so for some people that's more fun yeah potentially yeah. And, I, and i think i think one of the other things if you think about you know places like i don't know the torture garden stuff i mean for some people the best sex is that sort of thing so i don't think yeah. it, i don't think it's and, and that in a sense goes back to my thing about where one person's middle of yeah. mutual respect is someone else's very you know for someone else is very different um so you know, if I look back over my life, I can think of, uh, no, I can't think of the specifics, but I can think of, yeah, I can think of times where it's been great. And part of that sort of enjoyment has been the fact that in a sense, we'd met that night or it was brief or it was non-attached and there was no feedback. And there was all of that kind of, I mean, feedback is like a checklist with a notepad. Um, so I yes, think what they're talking I, I about is being able to say, yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. You I think sex that in a, a marriage. More. I think, sex, OK, like you say, this is about marriage and long-term relationships. I think sex in a marriage has to be about those things. And I think some men, and I suppose some women, can carry into marriage their old attitudes to sex. Well, I think that's why you have a lot of people that have to have affairs and people that look because actually mm. the best sex for them is without feedback and without love. And I think, though this applies to me, this sentence, I think sometimes we sell young people a pup. Mm. We say, you know, oh, you know, you've got to have sex, you've got to have set love and sex. And it gives, and it gives this, you know, it just gives this massive expectation. Mm. And the thing is, it doesn't always have to have love and feedback. Sorry. It really doesn't. And, no. and, and, you know, it's like when people say, oh, I want my, my child, you know, my adult child's first time they'd have sex to be very special and very beautiful. But it's like, how many people's first experience was special and beautiful? Not many. But, yeah. You know, and so I think you, we put on to, to, mm. to young people this huge expectation. Um, yeah, I think it's, I, you know, in a weird way, I mean, the more I think about this, the more I begin to wonder whether, you know, the pressure of romance, the pressure of it being perfect, the pressure of it being, you know, sort of this idealised yeah. thing is a huge stress on people. Because I remember thinking, you know, whenever the first time happened, thinking, oh... Um, it's all right. Well, no, not even if it, not even if it was all right. It was just nothing. It was kind of like... I don't know if I enjoyed that particularly much. And that wasn't because I wasn't attracted to her, I was, but it was like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling any of the right... I didn't know what I felt. I literally didn't know what I felt. And, you know, and 
there was all that baggage coming to it of it needs to be this or it should well, be this. Well, I think also for men, for boys, when they first have sex, it's so fast, they're probably not even sure they've done it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, but also... Maybe because that's yeah, why you weren't sure girls... what to feel, because probably wasn't long enough for you to work it out. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, all right. Okay. <laughs> Were you there? Um, <laughs> I mean, most kids, youngsters, teenagers have discovered sex and the experience of enjoyment from sex through masturbation, haven't they? I mean, that's, that's where most youngsters first discover it. Um, and I remember there being... I don't know why I remember there being so much guilt around it, because first, one of the first times I ever did that, I took myself into the loo and punched myself really hard because I thought I'd done something wrong. I'm so shocked. God, I, that's so indicative of your personality. No, now. no, no, no. And then the you next time, the next time, yourself. I took myself into the loo and I hurt myself really badly. Really badly. I really punched myself really hard. As, and where as I say, you I got a bit that weird from? Had your grandmother said to you, don't ever touch yourself well, down no, there because I mean, it's so evil, you could end up with I the devil? I think what I'd seen wasn't pleasant and didn't look sort of, uh, you know, what's the word when it... Consensual. Because of what you've been in, exposed to. What yeah. I've been yeah, exposed to as a, when I was too young, in a sense. And so I think there was trauma attached to it. And I think that when I discovered that, there was probably a part of me thinking, I'm entering that world and I, need, I needed to meet out punishment. I mean, weird, weird. Uh, I, I really, really, really punched myself hard on several occasions. There you go, that, 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 I've never shared that before. God. Jesus. Okay. What, why are you looking so I, I've just realised that we're probably only going to get through two pages we're per episode. We're not going to get to start I think for the next, like, ten episodes of... How to stay married? We're going to be just so the yes. Yeah, so the drive, so come on then. What's the next thing that you've you've? None of my folded pages are coming up. One of them is actually for a later podcast. It's just the word foreskin. So there you go. Bed is the right place to play all the games you've ever wanted to play. Right. This is essential to a full, enterprising, and healthily immature view of sex between committed people. Immature. Take bit. off your shell along with your clothes. Immature being a good thing in that. Yeah, instance. I think meaning just be playful. Uh, naive and But this and is innocent. advanced lovemaking here. Why have they started with that? It's, it's absolutely perplexing. <laughs> I actually read out the wrong one. I didn't mean to read out that one. Let's, let's part that one oh. for episode six. This well, is the one it said that I meant to read. There are only two good luck... There are only two guidelines mm-hmm. in good sex. Mm-hmm. Very sure of themselves oh, in this book. Now they're confident, aren't they? Don't do anything you don't really enjoy and... Find out your partner's needs and don't bulk at them if you can help it. But how does... There must be countless... Well, there are countless occasions where one half of the relationship's needs, the other one isn't comfortable with. And I would say and argue that that goes again to the heart of the struggle in maintaining a successful or or intimate love life. Because... You know, again, across time, you know, men's appetites change, women's appetites change. You know, I mean, one's what one's drawn to changes as well. And, you know, the idea that you can both sort of walk along and, and progress along, you know, totally sort of co- in coordinated step is is ridiculous, isn't it? But I think that line at the top, don't do anything you don't really enjoy. I think that's a good point. 
I think it's a good point, but also you just described yourself the first time you have sex, how many people do people really enjoy the first time? Mm. So I think I go back to why I have to love and trust somebody because you might not know what you like mm. or you might not quite like it and then start to like it. But I think if you're... And, and that's why if you're in a relationship where you think somebody really likes you, and I think this is where a lot of it goes wrong these days off the back of Pornhub and stuff, if you think somebody really likes you, you could take the time to find out whether you like what they want to do or you could mm. put your trust in that. But, yeah, I think I'm scared at how, many pressure, how much pressure there is on young people to do the most extreme things yes. on date one but it, because they've seen it mm. on a, in, in a porn film and they think that's what's expected of them. Girl walks into room, girl takes off clothes, girl bends over and starts screaming in, in sheer ecstasy. I think that's, you'll probably find that's, that's quite a sophisticated narrative. Yeah, these days. Um, I mean, I do remember the days when, you know, someone would get hold of, I don't know, what would it be back then, a VHS or something, and you would watch it, and I remember being at some sort of party and a, a boy popped it in the cassette machine and you watched it. My God, they went to ludicrously long lengths to build the story. Yeah. There's a lot of storytelling. Well, I think it was more skewed for women in those days. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Men don't need the story so much. No. You don't need a story, do you? Uh, sometimes I like a story. <laughs> Sometimes I do like a story. I like a context. I like a developing story. I like a changing story. But going back to what you were saying, which I think is really interesting, is, yeah, doing what you enjoy isn't the entire sexual awakening process, mm. as you, I think you kind of said this, but I want to reinvestigate it. You're probably it. saying it better than I would. No, no, but isn't the whole discovery of sex about going to places of discomfort because you've not done it before mm. and you're slightly afraid and it's happening with parts of your body that societally, less so now, which is the problem, societally, you're told, keep them hidden. This is, you only show these when you're intimate with someone. I mean, I think that's mm. the problem now, the ubiquity of nudity and, I mean, the amount of times I hear people, especially on Real Housewives as well, adults too, as well as kids, they talk about penises like they're just things, and they talk oh, about, they talk about butts, vaginas like in the just same way. Apparently exactly. now everybody's supposed to have a bubblegum-coloured vagina. What nobody's supposed to have any labia, where well, it's supposed to be bright pink like it would be in a porn film, which they've been bleached and dyed. You know, I, I was listening to a podcast the other day for the anal sex to take place that we now see in porn films. They're injected with cocaine. To what? be able to take the pain, the 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 porn stars. Oh my because god! Some of the things they have to do, you literally could not do because of the level of pain. Okay. You right. know, so it's got so warped mm. that to get this message out would be an amazing thing to get out. Mm. That it's got to be mm. a slow process of discovery. Mm. Oh, that's not so great. Oh, that's and that's what they're saying. That's what they're talking about. With the feedback, with everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've, got yeah. to, we've got to really... This is why we have to talk so openly to our kids about all of this, mm. so that they are confident enough to say, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, mm. I don't like that. Because mm. you've had the conversation with them that they don't have to. Mm. That it's all a crazy, fucked-up world out there. Mm. Do you want to do one of yours that caught well, your Well, mine eye? jump ahead. I mean, I, I'm, I run down the menu. Maybe we should just go through your advanced... What was it? Advanced well, sex no, it's, Yeah, I've chosen... I, yeah. They just want single paragraphs um, over images of what they do. Oh, right, OK, that's quite revealing. 
<laughs> this yeah, is Sex ought to be a wholly satisfying link between two affectionate people from which they emerge unanxious, rewarded and ready for more. Oh, come on. You've still got the bloody washing to get on and the dinner to do. <laughs> yes, but surely in those halcyon early days. That you is know, huge pressure. Well, you should emerge unanxious, rewarded and ready for more. Well, I think a lot of people would disagree with having been rewarded. I, what does that mean? What do you read rewarded Well, I think when they mean? say rewarded, means you've had an orgasm, don't you? But both of you? Unanxious, rewarded. Well, of course, both of you. What do you mean? Well, because I think there's so much pressure, isn't there, on couples or people who are together to, to both be satisfied. And I think... I'm going to show you this picture now. I actually find that a real turn on, that picture. Turn on? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that not his tie? Oh no, okay. Well, well, so why? I'm, I'm I curious to know. Because it's just that, to me, is so much better than any... Por- I don't know, it's just like... Look at the boots around the corner. That's the bit that turns you on? No, but it's just the whole thing of it, the like, top let me, let me and find, the eider down. I'm just going to find some shoes. <laughs> Shall I give you the page number, guys? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, there isn't a page number. Yeah, but isn't that funny? It's like that I find very sexy. Okay. Much more than I would if I saw that in a real human. Is that because it's drawn? The essence of it is good. Because the essence of it is yeah, like... It's very hard to illustrate for you guys what we're talking about, but it's, it's a shot of... It's a, I don't it's, think we need to illustrate it. That's why I didn't say it. OK. Because that's my apple crumble. But isn't that a difference there? I would go into a visual description and you would go into... And you've just described the boots in the background... So it's the essence. So once again, you're going the back to narrative. The joy of men and women and But once again, you're going back to narrative. Whereas I'm going to what's happening in the bits. You're looking at the context. You're looking at the decor. Yeah, you're I looking at the feng shui. I would have preferred one of those boots to be lying down because I don't know who put them together before they had sex. That, I don't really like that. That's a bit of an ick. If somebody's carefully put their boots and stood them up, no. I want a boot They're there her and a boots. Boot. They're female boots. No, but I want a boot over there and a boot over there. Over there. I don't want a boot together. Or would that infer that you've been sort of dragged across the room? <laughs> no. That, um, a little bit of wild abandon. Okay. I'd like, okay. I'd like more This wild is my abandon. last one, and then you're going to read yours, some of yours, okay? Women who have really learned to enjoy sex are usually fascinated by their partner's penis. I'm just going to pause Say there. Say that again. Women who have really learned to enjoy sex are usually fascinated by their partner's penis. I'm going to pause there and I would love for people to comment underneath so we could read some of these out next week. Are you? As men are by women's breasts, shape, odour and feel. And learn to play with it fully and skillfully. Good hand and mouth work practically guarantee a good partner. Would you agree? Discuss. I'm not, I'm not saying Well, that. I mean, come on, you can't now bail out having thrown that gauntlet down. Don't you think that's so funny, that's though? very funny. That is very funny. So, were you waiting for me to say something? Yeah, what do you think? Um, well, I don't know. I can't speak for women as to whether they are suddenly enamoured with this thing. That, that, that... Is that your experience? What do you mean? <laughs> Of who? Do you find that women become enamoured? For me, I... Once they have got their skills together. (laughs) 
Um, very funny. I, the conversations I hear most of the time from women is that the vast majority of them, this isn't all women, obviously, don't like the look of them or, or, or find them sort of ridiculous or, or silly. Well, it or... says here that we're usually fascinated once we've learned how to enjoy sex. We're usually then fascinated. I think that's too strong a word. I don't think women are fascinated. I think, <laughs> I think, I know, I don't think they are. I mean, I remember one person who really was fascinated and I was fascinated that she was fascinated. It was very strange. But I, without getting too personal, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if you are fascinated I think you, I think, okay, I'm going to be honest. You know, I think women and you, you tolerate this odd appendage. Oh which, my God, no, that's not true. That's which, not what I which, think about which, at all. Which that's, serves a nice purpose. It's, no, but it's no, not I, something you'd marvel at and go, No, oh. no, no, but I, I think obviously when men are running around and they're bouncing around, I think all women find that comical. Well, yes, yes. And so women, like, want to get it out to show somebody, to impress them. Most women will go... Who does I don't want that? to just... Oh, they do. What do you think dick pics are when people just get unsolicited? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. The I amount thought, of things yeah. you see where women go, why do they think... Well, again, it's the separation Unsolicited. Of, right. But, but obviously, if you're into someone, then you, like, if when I am into someone, when I have been, of course you're fascinated by it, fascinated by what makes it no, tick. No, it's actually said someone and not me. Well, because we're talking generally, like, are, is am I fascinated by penises? Like, are you fascinated by vaginas? I'm sure through your life, or clitorises, I'm th sure through your life you would have been. Mm. Oh, what makes that tick? Oh, that's what happened. That, that's what I think it means by the fascination. And I think if you're really into someone and you fancy them, you're going to be fascinated by what makes that tick. But... As a standalone piece of kit, just air dropped to you or having to witness it run across a beach. Well, of course. It, we are not fascinated. But the word fascinated is such a weird word to use. So you've just said if you're into someone, you'd be fascinated by their penis. And what's fascinating about... Because I'm fascinated by the whole thing. But, but what is... Fa is it fascinated by the fact that they're all different? Fascinated by the look? Fascinated by what it can do? Fascinated by how it responds? What, what is the well, fascination? I'm, not, I'm apple crumbling now. I'm not saying any of that now. Are you asking me to answer all that? Well, I mean, because I'm thinking, <laughs> how, how have I been fasc fascinated? Is such a weird word. I mean, don't over, don't I'm attracted over... to them. And what, penises? No, oh. sorry, breasts and, <laughs> and women's bits and if we're apple crumbling. I mean... Yes, I mean, I can be attracted to them. I, I can. I suppose men can be attracted to them in the abstract, maybe more than women. I mean, I could look at one and think, oh, that's, that's nice. And about not... About penises? No, about a vagina. Oh, sorry. Or breasts. <laughs> I made that clear a minute ago. I mean, if I was, you know, I could see them and go, oh, they're nice. But... You're saying you couldn't say all oh, they're nice unless you knew the person they were attached to. No, no, um, no. It's just that I think when we go, you wouldn't look at one, for example, okay. on its own and go, "Oh, wow." No, well, no, and I think that's what I'm talking about. Right. Is that I think that there are a lot of men out there that think just that it's a tool, right. that it's a tool like getting out their best golf club or their best. I don't know if you're American, your fishing best rod. gun fishing or rod. your fishing rod, mm. and it's like da da, and we're supposed to separate from everything else. Go, wow, man! I've never seen one of those before. Ready to go. 
you know, and that I don't think, as a general rule, happens to women. Right. But what they're saying here is once you start enjoying it, once you start really into it, then it becomes... Yeah. Like every part of a person's mm. body would, to me. Yeah, I mean, I, mean... I, I could easily go towards apple crumble because I know absolutely that, that that is the case. I mean, with you, I mean, I, it's... Yeah. Let's move on. You, you're thinking too deeply no, no, and you're no, getting no, yourself I'm also, more I'm also thinking about the fact that when you... When, as a man in a relationship or a one-night stand or whatever, and you you get your penis out at some point or it's got out at some point, are we th- actually going to put this out? I think for there's an a- no, but I think there's an aspect of oh, there's always an aspect of oh god, I wonder what they make of that. Well, yeah, like there is about all of our bodies, and that's why I go back. You have to have trust mm. because to hand over your body or share your body is a huge thing yeah. because of the way that we are brought up from the tiniest age. Oh. Oh, you're going to have to go in there, lock the door, be quiet, blah, blah, blah. We're told to hide everything all the time, Mm. you know, for decency, for safety, for all kinds of reasons. That goes in very, very, you know, deep, right from a small child. So it's hardly surprising that a lot of people need to have that trust. Some people don't. Sometimes some people trust is actually unsexy. Mm. And what they want is fear and being on the edge and not knowing what could... But, I mean, very clearly for you, it's the whole picture, isn't it? And, I mean, I I think when you're in a long-term relationship, it's the same for me. I mean, what you're drawn to is the person (laughs) attached and, you know, and how... You know, for me, I mean, for me, when it's at its best, all of this stuff, sex and what have you, it is a swirling mass of emotion... Um, you know, when I say risk, I mean sort of, you know, mm. safe risk, you know, you know, sweet nothings. You, you, you will flirt with each other, you'll take each other to places that are experimental perhaps, but you're doing it together, you're doing it in a mutually respectful way. You, you, you know, you are loving the entire person mm. and thing. Mm. I do think that comes with time for men. Mm. And I do think men right at the beginning, though, how could you say it doesn't happen for women at the beginning? You know, there's just a fun- no, not functional, I, I, but a lusty kind of... of yeah, loads of women just like, you know, are very happy with just having a sexual relationship without mm. any attachment. I'm only ever talking about myself. Mm. And talking about the majority of my friends would say that I can think of a couple of friends that, that think in that more were able when they were younger were able to be more like oh you i want you and then mm. have it and then right. just love it right. and uh, good for them uh, and maybe i wished maybe i had been a bit more like that i just never was it just wasn't in my makeup mm. i sometimes wonder if that comes i don't know i don't know where that comes from but yeah oh, i'm curious to know where do you think it came from I don't know, actually. Secure, I do think home. it's. I do think it's about security, and I think it's about insecurity. So to be unsure would mean that I wasn't relaxed enough to enjoy sex. Mm. I think mm. that's what it would be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I was going to say something, but it'll be apple crumble. Um, I, I don't want to run ahead because I can't believe we've actually done the prologue or the preface to get the joy of sex. But starters, I've got loads more folded down pages, but I thought you wouldn't get a chance. What in the? Well, no, well, let's just go. I mean, you'll you'll go keep going from keep going, babe. Keep and then going. we'll do your one next episode. We'll do starters next next time. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do we think about this one? Male sexual response is far brisker 
and more automatic than women's. It is triggered by things, your clothes, breasts, odour, etc. Aren't what he loves instead of you, simply the things he needs to get sex in motion to express love. Well, I think what they're saying is 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 that it's it's things that get men going first. It kind of chimes with what I just said about the beginning of they're a relationship. They're emphatic with all their sentences. Well, I mean, there's no. This is this is in the days when you didn't have to consider every different kind of person when they would just say things like as a fait accompli. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredibly demonstrative, isn't it? It's like, you know, this way it or behind. It is triggered by things. Your clothes, your breasts, your odour. But you can't compare clothes and odour to breasts. I mean, these things, I mean, what other things, you know... Yes, the thing of the person is the person. Very thing. old, very old fashioned. It's very old fashioned. I suppose what they're trying to say is that it's far quicker for men's gear to get going Brisker. and get into action. And unfortunately, it can also be much quicker and swifter for men too. So, I mean, I think that's something that is often joked about and talked about in relationships is that idea of which, which comes up in one of, my, one of my things that I pulled for starters, you know, mutual orgasms, the mutual, you know, all of that sort of stuff. There is, there is a kind of pressure that that needs to happen. And I think there's an own... I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to know if there are men who have sex that aren't at all interested in whether the wife has had an orgasm. Uh, you know, I'd be fascinated because for me, it's a huge part of... Well, any, or any partners, not just a man and woman. Well, yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well. But I mean, like, it's a for same me... Same-sex partners as well. I'd love to hear more from people with same-sex yeah. partners because there must be that power balance. There must be that but imbalance I do, but going for, on as well. For me, it's always been... And I've learned over the years that it doesn't have to be like every time. But for me, it is about there being an equality in pleasure um, and and a sort of sharing of it and that both people have that and get that. Um, not to the point where you're sort of, you know, at the end of making love, you're sat at the end of the bed sort of, you know, you know, stressed and worried that your partner hasn't. I mean, I suppose the other thing for men often is, is that if your wife or maybe your other male partner um, hasn't, had an orgasm you sort of part of you thinks well maybe they didn't enjoy it and I think that's a that's a misnomer for men because I think there is and that's a very male approach well, to their the men sex. always have to have that they always have a to, result yeah they have to have the deposit um it's not always a the destination it's the journey there's a deposit deposit no I didn't mean deposit as in that <laughs> no, no, I meant well, they have well, to well no, I didn't know but, no, but I actually didn't mean it no, I didn't mean deposit. It. I didn't. It's like a it's like a savings account. It's like an ISA. <laughs> well, I wonder whether we've kind of done enough of the prologue of the joy of sex. Well, we've only got to page six. Bloody hell! <laughs> how many pages? Are it's a big book. <laughs> Hang on a minute. How many have we? How many pages it's a, actually it's are a big there? Book. I don't know. Two hundred and fifty-three. <laughs> and how many pages have we done? Six. Yeah. Jeez. And that's only just a sentence from each page. Well, there you go. But there's lots of images in there, and I now know the image that Nadia finds quite quite nice. So I might you know, emblazon that on my mind. But you don't know. You don't know. No. So, um, yeah, please comment underneath because I would yeah, like to read out some of your comments next week. And you know what? We can just amble our way through this over mm. the next few weeks until you all get sick of it. You say, can we talk about something other than sex? I don't think <laughs> I'll ever get fed up of that. Ever. <laughs>